Thanks so much for tuning back in. I am going to be talking about mostly money mindset in this, but just a bunch of other topics, energy, you know, journeys, roller coasters, learning from lessons, so many goodies, kind of go on a bunch of tangents, and I think it's jam-packed of a bunch of knowledge, so I hope you enjoy it. Hi friends, thank you so much for tuning back in. I'm excited to do a solo episode today. I'm going to be talking about so many different things. I really just got super inspired last night. I was reading this book that I've been reading and it's just like really sparked something in me and I just want to share more by myself rather than just doing episodes with other people. So I think this episode is going to be full of just so much knowledge and really just help you kind of see different perspectives and look inward to how you're feeling about these topics. So I just wanted to start out by reading some cards that I pulled for the collective before this. And I really just was like holding the deck and I felt called to pick three. So just choose the number that best feels right to you. So one, two, or three, or take them all in and take what you want from them. So the first card was Kapha. So if you're watching the video, this is the card. They were all upside down. And the Kapha, which is correlated with Ayurveda, which I love, it says that, so this is the earthy dosha. This is grounding, nurturing, heavy, something that I think we need a lot of right now. So it says, has the earth energy left you feeling heavy? Yes. It's time to shake out of your kapha rut. You may have for, you may have gotten too comfortable where you are, your home, your career, your relationships, your life goals. Try something out of the box. See bigger dreams for yourself. Let go of habits that are no longer serving you, such as emotional eating or looking back into the past. Replace refined carbs, sugar, and dairy with bitter vegetables, tart fruit, and rich spices. It's time to shed your old skin and reemerge as your highest self and fullest expression. I love that. I think this time has been really one where we need to really look at, I mean, we have had to look at what was our life looking like before COVID hit and were we living in like a cyclical cycle that really wasn't fulfilling us? So I really like that one. I love Ayurveda. I love Kapha. I'm a Vata personally. So the second card was Sattva. This is it. It was upside down as well. Super pretty card. So this one means purity and clarity. Love that. So it says, have your thoughts been cloudy recently? Have the foods you've been putting into your body been less than pure? Has your breath been swimming in shallow waters? It's time to cleanse your body, mind, and spirit. Let go of toxic foods, thoughts, emotions, situations, and people. We take on energy of all that is around us and continuous exposure to lower vibration. Places will bring down your energy if we don't consciously put in the work to bring it back up. Try a kichari cleanse for several days to allow your body and mind time to digest all that it has taken in. Eat only freshly cooked foods straight from the earth and avoid anything processed. Practice daily yoga and meditation on and off the mat. Sattva will return when you return to your truth. I love that. And I really liked the part about letting go of toxic thoughts, emotions, situations, and people. And I think this one is really prevalent and makes a lot of sense at this time with the whole Black Lives Matter movement and how 
looking at like your relationships, how you're thinking, maybe the toxic thoughts that you once had, and you're trying to reframe that and, you know, re-educate, uneducate, re-educate, and kind of looking at the people are in your life. Are they uplifting you? Their morals align with you. So I really like that one as well. And the last one is, I love this card. It's Sahasrara. I think I'm saying that right. Purple card is the crown chakra. This is upside down as well. So this one says, have you been feeling lost and creatively blocked as if everyone else knows what they're doing, but you can't even choose the next step. This is because your crown chakra has been blocked. You must realize that you are always tapped into universal energy. It is your free thinking mind that often overrides this innate wisdom and makes you lose sight of your own. The universe is sending you messages through pebbles that later turn into boulders. It's time for you to plug back into the universe you came from. Take a social media break and use that time to be in silence. Because mindful, or sorry, become mindful of all that you do and let go of all unnecessary possessions, beliefs, and relationships. Study your ancestors and learn from your mistakes. Follow your curiosities and have faith in the future. This will pave the path back to the divine. Wow, these are all so prevalent. And mostly the part where it says, be mindful of all that you do and let go of all of those unnecessary possessions, beliefs, and relationships. And really going back to that ancestral root because, you know, a lot of us have ancestral roots where, you know, they had slaves or, you know, they were in the KKK or they had all of these beliefs and you might not align with that personally, but that's in your ancestry. So you need to cut those ties energetically with that. So I really love that. And same thing with like the beliefs, like if you had any beliefs that you're now realizing like, oh, wow, I did actually feel like that, or I was so ignorant to that. And now I don't want to feel that way. You know, being truthful with yourself and like come out and talk about this. It's uncomfortable, but once you own up to it, that's when you start healing and changing and really living in those beliefs that you want to have. If you're just completely silent about it, one, you're not holding yourself accountable. You know, it's not about like, oh, it's everyone sees me do this. This is what I want people to see me as. But if you truly want to be like that, hold yourself accountable and come out and share that, oh, I didn't have these beliefs before, but I really want to now. And I want to own up for that to move forward. So I think that's really powerful. So, wow, I really love that. So I just wanted to come on here today because I've been, I just, I guess I've been feeling just like uninspired with this podcast. And that's kind of how I was feeling before and why I stopped. But I really don't want to stop. I think sharing my voice is so important, bringing on amazing people to share about what they're passionate about and all the knowledge that they have. Like It's important. It's important to be having conversations. And but with that being said, I really didn't want this to become that burden of a thing that I did. Like I spoke in the intro of this entire podcast. Like, I want to have fun. I want to be inspired by who I'm talking to. I don't want to feel forced to do this once a week. So I feel like I needed to just say that. And that's why I kind of hate that part of business where it's like, this is my business, but I feel like I have to explain myself when I'm not posting. Like, I hate that part of social media. I just wish we could just like have businesses and just, you know, kind of like the olden days. But Anyway, I just wanted to say that and I just I didn't want to feel so forced and like have four short conversations with people that really don't help you. I think that's a waste of everybody's time. So 
like I said at the beginning, I just had this like flash epiphany, like I need to talk about this. So I thought I'd come on for a little solo cast and discuss money and so many things surrounding money. So I am reading this book called Sacred Economics and it's literally amazing. Like it's such a large book, but I've been so invested in it because I'm doing this yoga teacher training and it's one of our books to read. And it's taken me a decent amount of time to get through. It's about 500 pages, but oh my God, like this, these two chapters, three chapters I read last night were just like so eye-opening and like, I just so recommend everybody read it. And basically to sum up what I kind of took away from the book, at least at this point, is that we have in our society such an idea of that, like our money mindset is set around more for you is less for me. And the guy that wrote this book, his whole ideal, the entire book is talking about, no, more for me or more for you is more for me. And I just fucking love that. Like I have been raised my entire life to look at money as energy. And no matter your beliefs, you know, everything is energy. It is. We are energy. We're grown from energy, born from energy, and we're all connected. And so basically what I took away from this is that when you give to give, that is going to come back to you tenfold. Like we shouldn't give to expect something in return. And we live in such a society of greed and we, you know, the rich are just getting richer and the poor are just staying where they are. There's such a significant wealth gap right now and have been for so long. And it's just, you got to read this book. It's literally so amazing. And especially in a time right now when, you know, unemployment is at such a low and there's such a gap between the wealth classes. It's just, it's such a great book. This guy literally like predicted the future happening with what's going on with this pandemic. Like it's literally wild. So he basically talks about how in different cultures, so in terms of like giving, like altruistic giving, he talks about in different cultures where it's just literally like ingrained in their culture, like in Thailand to just literally, if you're coming over for anything, being like, oh, here's these pastries, here's this tea, like, oh, don't worry, you don't have to pay me, just like, here's this, this is for you, because you're in my home as a host, and I feel like, although people still do that to an extent, it's almost always like, you are expecting something in return, like, I know, for example, if I was, like, to go to a friend's house or something, and they were, like, making food or having an event, you know, they'd be like, okay, everybody chip in money, like, which to an extent, obviously that makes sense if it's like a huge party and like you shouldn't be covering the whole cost. But it's like if you're hosting like a couple of people, like maybe you supply the food because it's just a giving thing and you don't expect, OK, well, next time my friends, you know, come over, they're going to, you know what I mean? Like it's just it's about giving to give because you love your friends and you just want that, you know, energy exchange of like love. And when you give you receive energetically back. And I think a really good example, I'm kind of going on a tangent with that, he gave a really good example of, you know, people oftentimes are like, okay, well, you babysat my kid, or I babysat your kid, I cleaned your house, I house that for you, yada, yada, okay, you owe me something. 
So if they come to you and ask you, hey, can you watch my kids? It's like a given that you owe them, so you have to say yes. But then he went to say that a lot of people are like, well, no, like I paid you to take care of my kids. I paid you to, you know, watch my house, whatever. I don't know you anything. But we live in a society where it's like it's constantly like we're looking to owe someone something or to be owed something. But it's it's not about that. It's about I am doing this for the universe. Like, I don't need anything back from this person. I'm just doing it out of the kindness of my heart. And another really interesting thing that he brought up was, for example, you get your car done. So you bring your car into the mechanic and this guy is just going to say, oh, it's on me, whatever. We live in such a society where it's like, oh, no, I'll just pay you because I don't want to owe you anything. But then there's the other side of that, the energy exchange that we live in right now is it lets us avoid getting to know people. And, you know, if you just like, I'll pay you so I don't have to really talk to you and get to know you like energetically. And then if I don't like you, I can just take my money elsewhere. And I thought it was just like such an interesting mindset about it. So yeah, giving to give. I love that. (laughs) And then I wanted to also just invite you guys to think about your current situation and how you're making money and is that fulfilling you? Because we live in such a time where we are working so much harder than we ever have, but we are so much more advanced than we ever have been. Like, I've never worked like a traditional job, but I talk to friends that, you know, they work for a corporate business and they're working from like eight in the morning to seven o'clock at night and then they get vacation leave, but they're still like on call. Like, it's just like, what? Like, we never get to have any breaks. Like, what kind of life is that? Like, what kind of system have we built where people can't relax? Like, We have all been brought here on this earth for a purpose. And most people aren't doing that. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, what's the point? Like, you should be able to work to take breaks and enjoy the things that you love. But if you're constantly glued to your phone, have to still be at work when you're on vacation, like, what's the point? So I don't really know where I'm going with that, but... I just wanted to invite you to think about that because, I mean, our economic situation is drastically changing every day as we speak. And this guy in this book talks about, and mind you, he wrote this like 10 years ago. And literally, he like predicted all this stuff was going to happen with like COVID and unemployment, all this stuff. And, you know, he talks about how this is not a sustainable economic system that we live in. Like people are burnt out. They don't love what they're doing and they're just working these minimum wage jobs or not even making minimum wage. They can't even really pay their bills. Like our system collapsing right now is showing how bad the system has been and how so many people are living paycheck to paycheck and have no savings. Like this is not a, like this, the American dream here, like, what is that? Like, you come here just to be in debt and 
be stressed out all the time? Like, what is that? And this guy in this book was saying that, you know, he gave like six different examples of different economic systems of how we could change things. And I'll have to leave the book below so that you guys can buy it and read it. But he was talking about, you know, changing the whole system of things. And one thing that stood out to me was, you know, these companies aren't going to be able to control like natural resources. Like it should be for the collective to decide what is the best for everybody because they're making money now at the expense of the future generations that are going to be harmed. And this is like mostly talking about climate change, but you know, like you're making this payout because you're doing like, let's say uh, oil mining or, or, or oil extractions you're getting that payout somebody owns that oil but that was never theirs to own like that's a natural resource that was here before we were even here and that was just like such an interesting thing and like another part he was talking about how you know all of these companies are getting so rich and like we live in this world that's constantly like looking at the future of like, I need to make so much money now so I can have it for the future. And it's like, okay, I get that to an extent. Like, obviously you want to be able to retire and be comfortable, but it's also like, what, we're going to work like our younger years to death to then what, like literally have all your money go to waste if you end up in like hospice or something. Like, I understand like generational wealth and passing it down to your kids, that is important. But I just want to give a personal story really quick is that my grandmother worked her whole life. She had her own beauty salon, you know, busted her ass. And now she's, I think she's in her 80s and she has dementia and all of her money is going towards having this in-care living and my my mom and her brother are not going to see any of that money. So that's just a thought that popped in my head is like, we live in this time where we spend our young years working so hard to maybe not even see that money later. And I guess what I'm trying to get at is like, we need to work smarter, not harder. And like invest, you know, Take a money mindset course, take an accounting course, know what you're doing with your money. And why are you working yourself to death? There are so many alternative things to do to fuel your soul, like seriously. And money is just not everything. Like, trust me, I understand. I myself want to have a savings for my children to go to college and, you know, to buy a house and be able to do things that I want to do. But I want to do that shit now. Like, I want to save my money now so I can go on vacation next year. Like, do things that fuel me now because let's get a little morbid. Like, we don't know if we're going to be alive tomorrow. It's the fact of the reality. So, like I said, you got to work smarter, not harder because your time is limited doesn't matter who you are we all have 24 hours in a day and how you're going to choose that that's up to you and I also just wanted you to think about this topic sit with yourself meditate on it get quiet and think about if you continue to live your life how you are now 
what would your life look like in five years? And really get serious about it. Like, what do you want your life to look like in five years? Are you on that track to fulfill your happiness? And I think in terms of success, we live, I think this is shifting, but we live in such a society that success is making a million dollars a year. Like, I'm telling you, people that make a million dollars a year and working harder, not smarter, they're probably not that happy. They're just living to get that next thing, like keeping up with the Joneses. And they're just like glued to their job. But I see people who are working smarter, not harder, and making six figures a year, million dollars a year. And they're so happy and they get to work from home and they get to travel and be with their family and do what fuels them and take time off because they have automated their businesses. They've figured out a way to work smarter. And I think it comes down to that and just kind of going all into that like automation. I think I'll do another episode about this because automation is so key. Like for me right now, I'm in such just like entrepreneurial, like small business startup mindset. And I'm just like, the last like four months of this whole quarantine, I've been so glued to my computer and, you know, starting a small business, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of work. I will just say that to be an entrepreneur, it is hard work and you are probably going to have a harder time than your people, your friends working a nine to five or eight to seven or eight to eight. But the payout is going to be worth it. Like you're going to work that really hard beginning for one to two years and then you're going to enjoy the rest of your life so just keep that in mind but I just want to say is like I've been in that like first year of grind time and it's (laughs) exhausting but it's fulfilling because it's for me and my business I'm working hard for my business and I'm getting to a point where I'm starting to learn about automating and all the things to set me up for success so I can take a week off and just completely not think about what's going on in the background and making sure I'm not missing anything so I think that's really important and another thing that I wanted to talk about going back a little bit was about money mindset and receiving it and being open to receiving it because like I was saying before everything is energy we're all connected and money is energy and I think oftentimes we as a society are not super open to receiving money so it doesn't flow into our lives because we're not open to accepting it and trust me I understand if you have been you know put down or made less than in our society to not have the same opportunities as somebody else, I understand that you're coming in at a disadvantage, but you still can have like those blockages and talking about it and opening up your mind and just like reflecting on how do I view money is so important to change and reprogram how you think about money because I mean, the way that we teach money think about money is not healthy. Like, why are we not taught about taxes and credit cards in grade school, in high school? Like, you have to choose to take those classes in college. But to my knowledge, you can't just take a class on how to have good credit or how to, you know, file your taxes. It's just ridiculous. I mean, those are things that we all have to do. 
and we're not taught those things. So just take a look at your money mindset and get real with yourself. And if you want recommendations on where to find people to help you with your money mindset, I have some great recommendations. I did an episode with Megan Wall from Sacred Numbers Finance about money. And that was just like a brief dive into money mindset. So I really love that. And going along with that, like open to receiving idea, something that was also in this book was about compliments and how we're so oftentimes, and I think this is more prevalent in women, just that like feminine energy of, and kind of just being suppressed over time for so long, where if someone says, oh my God, you look so beautiful today. We say, oh my God, thanks, you too, like immediately. But, which is very kind, but he was saying that you should accept the compliment and sit with it and be like, wow, thank you so much. And don't immediately say, you too, right back, because it kind of just deflects the compliment. It's not, you're not really receiving the compliment then. And then in the future, like later that day, be like, you look really nice today. You know, so really just accepting that compliment and absorbing the feelings of it. Um, and then lastly, I wanted to talk about something that my friend was talking about the other day, and it just made me think about it because, you know, we've lived in a time for a long time where people who are into spirituality, open to energy, light energy healers have been kind of deemed to be like witches. And I think a lot of times people who aren't, I guess, the standard of what you would see as spiritual, like if they work as a doctor or in corporate or a lot of males, they're not seen as the typical spiritual person, quote unquote. So they're not like open to it or they close themselves off to it. Or they're like, oh, imposter syndrome, like, I can't be spiritual because this is me. This is where I come from, whatever it may be. And I just wanted to say that we are all connected to source. No matter what your religion is, your beliefs, we are all energy. We all came from this earth. Like, we don't even have a clear picture of exactly how we got here. Like, it's magical. Honestly, it's all energy. And I guess what I'm getting at is if you don't feel like you're connected and you can't like hear your own, I guess, spirit guides or feel connected to the divine, the universe, spirit, whatever it may be, you are just tuning it out. You can connect to it. Everybody can connect to it. And it's just taking that path to really get quiet. And we live in such a time where it's like, okay, texting, on the phone, music, podcast, you know, event, all these things where we just distract ourselves and it's so much noise, so much information overload pulling all that in where it's like, you don't even always have your own thoughts. Like you have other people's thoughts in your head and you have to like silence and slow down. And it's a process. It's a huge process. You're not going to feel, you know, that you can hear the voice, quote unquote, the next day after you meditate one time it's a process it's like a muscle and you have to you know massage the muscle work out the muscle and for me it's like i 
have found at times, you know, I've been doing this whole meditation, yoga, journaling, all of these quote unquote spiritual things for a while now. And when I don't do them for one day or a couple of days, I can already feel myself going in like a, you know, up and down roller coaster of feeling like, oh, I just feel so disconnected. Like, so even for someone that's been doing it so consistently, you can waver and you can go up and down. So with that, just want to say that whatever path you go down, it is the right path for you. Everybody has their own journey and everything is a process and sometimes things are going to go bad, sometimes things are going to go good, but it's all a journey and everything brings you back to enlightenment and positivity and we're all truly meant to be happy wonderful people, loving people, and just always remember that. There is always a good out of a bad situation. There's always a message you're learning. Like if if I were to not take everything bad that's happened to me in my life and realize now, oh my god, that happened to me because I had to meet this other person or I had to learn that lesson to not do that or learn who I don't want to surround myself by. The list goes on and on. Everything happens for a reason and everything's going to work out. And again, just get silence with yourself, silent with yourself and ask yourself those questions. And I promise you everything is going to work out. Send you all the love, guys. I'll see you next time. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode as much as I love talking about it. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. And if you want any recommendations about money mindset coaches, or just learning about money in general. I feel like it's so hard to find someone you trust with their money and just learning about it. And I've just spent so many years finding the right people to help me with my finances. So definitely reach out. I am a friend. I'm an ally. It's a safe space. No judgments. If you don't know what you're talking about, I have learned so much even the last couple of months about money. And I have always been open to asking questions even if I felt stupid about it. So thanks so much for listening, guys. I'll see you next time. If you guys feel called to and you love this episode, I would love if you left a review. Thanks so much, guys. Sending you all the love. Have a good one. Get up, get down. Get up, get down.